Welcome to Multifaceted Mama, an Angeluna podcast with your favorite spiritual badass boss bitch, Jess. I'm an energy healer and a spiritual mentor, along with all the other facets that make up me. Like a diamond, I'm everything, and so are you. You're here to get your daily energetic blast of empowerment and spiritual knowledge. Let's get started. Hello, guys. I am back. I am feeling so good about this episode. I'm so excited. I feel like I keep doing episodes that are a little bit different than what I had originally started out with. And today I wasn't even going to do a card pull, but I was like so amped up and so excited and ready to go that my gut right before I started recording was like, "Mm, you need to ground and calm yourself down. (laughs) So I was going to pull one card, but then three perfect ones popped out. So I am going to dive right in because we are speed recording this episode. I wanted to get it out so bad and I have limited time to do it. So here we are. I feel like the world and very specifically women need to hear this right now. So you might even hear Gabe in the background. I don't even care. He's in the other room with our nanny. I'm in here recording this episode. It is what it is. This is life and I kind of love it. So diving right in. We have healing the mother line, healing ancestral work, mother line growing up. I feel like that's what we are all doing right now. We're healing ancestral wounds. We are diving into our past because we are in a Mercury retrograde, of course. And of course, retrogrades hit us all in a different way, depending on where it's hitting our birth chart, but that's okay. Either way, we're diving the fuck into the past. Mystic Rose, compassion, devotion, humility, grace. This is about giving ourselves fucking grace. And that is like the going theme right now is we need to give ourselves grace. We need to let ourselves feel what we're feeling. This isn't a situation where it's like, oh, like, oh, I need to move through this or let this flow in me, flow through me rather. This is a situation where it's like, yo, we need to just feel it. We're not going to get stuck in it, but we need to just feel it. And this is what I always talk about, like... Okay, how do we feel it without getting stuck in it when we're not like focused on moving through it or it moving through us or sitting within it and knowing what we do is we anchor into the knowing and the truth that we will move through this. But for now, we are here. But energetically, we're anchored into the future. So we know that we're going to get through it. And that's what kind of propels the vibration forward instead of just getting stuck in the murky energy. Okay, next card, The Return, my favorite card. It is fucking perfect for this. A new story, you decide alignment, it's coming together. Boom, mic drop, here the fuck we are. And on this card, it's gorgeous. It's a woman kind of like feeling herself, like literally like feeling into herself, like divine feminine with the rose blooming and almost like a higher self image. It is gorgeous. Um, I think I might even do a post about it if I can manage to find the artwork online. This is um, what it feels important to tell you the deck I'm pulling from the Rose Oracle. This is a what's her name? I love her so much. Rebecca Campbell. She's on Instagram, too, and she has so much other stuff. She's got three books out. And um, she's also got meditations on her website, which is really pretty cool. Um, So she just kind of creates from her soul. And I love these cards. They're beautiful and they align so perfectly with the blooming and the evolving that we're doing right now, even when we feel like we are stuck. That, that is key. Even when we feel like we're stuck, we are still blooming. I feel like that is, you literally can hear Gabe in the background, I'm sure, but it's fine. That is like the key right now. I feel like blooming, becoming, those are the words. Those are the words we're feeling. What we're thinking we're feeling in the back of our minds is stuck. What we think we're feeling is, I'm seeing like thorny roses and being just like, I don't have a fucking machete to chop through this shit. I'm just bleeding and I'm lying here dying. Like that's what everyone is feeling right now collectively. 
Like I said, we have the retrograde going on, but more importantly, we have an energetic upgrade happening. That is what is happening right fucking now. This shadow period, not shadow period, sorry, this like tower moment that I keep talking about that I'm in for the last like, I want to say like three, two, three episodes, I have been feeling like I, I've been a tower moment. I was moving out of it and then it just last week towards the end of the week, towards New Year's actually, I don't really like, I don't really give whole much stock in New Year's because I feel like you can make a change at any time and actually that's what I thought this episode was going to be about. But this episode is about literally what is happening energetically right now with everybody. I don't even know what to call that topic. This is just an episode about how the fuck to get through right fucking now because I feel like we all need it and whoever listens to this in the future, it will definitely be for you and it will be at a time that you need to figure out how the fuck to get through right now because it doesn't feel specific to, um, like it feels specific to right now, but it feels like these are kind of like the steps to be able to move through a time where like I said, you're kind of like laying on the floor bleeding and dying and you're like, there's nothing to move through. I'm just dying <laughs> because that's the truth of the fact. That's the truth of the fact is all parts of us are dying. We are energetically upgrading. And I, I mean, that's probably so we have blooming, we have becoming, we have energetically upgrade and we have death. We have a ton of death of self happening right now. And when death of self happens, naturally, we start to feel into, well, what got us here? What brought us to this death? And the answer is everything in the past, everything in the future, everything that is not belonging in our now and in our future and in our past. Everything is connected. That kind of probably sounded a little confusing, but I actually feel like you're going to understand what I mean. Everything's connected. Time doesn't actually exist, right? Everything's kind of simultaneously happening. We as humans perceive time as linear, and it's not. It's really, really not. So when we think about what doesn't belong anymore, that's where the death comes from. We're mourning that sadness. It's because we have shit dying off in our energetic body. And a lot of us are feeling it physically. A lot of us are feeling this physically right now because when we energetically have some shit going on with our chakras, like when we have one of our chakras blocked or we're storing trauma in the body or stuff that just doesn't belong anymore, it's going to manifest physically. That's why we all feel like shit right now. That's why all of us have these colds that we just like can't get over. I keep trying to move further away from the mic because I see how loud it is as I'm recording and I'm still screaming because I'm so amped up right now. Because I moved through, I unblocked some shit yesterday. So now I'm like, okay, I am ready. I am ready to fucking talk to you guys about it. I am ready to do sessions for this. That's another thing. I was feeling like super duper, like not into it. I was like, I don't even feel like doing one-on-ones right now. I'm back, bitches. I am back. So if you're ready for a fucking session, for a shamanic healing session, for Reiki and readings, I know I have more shit I have to bust through 100%. Of course I do. But I know I busted through. I'm hearing like the third layer. I didn't realize I was busting through the first two. I thought I was just like on my way, whatever, call it whatever you want. I know I have more shit to bust through, but I know that I now have a plan because of what I figured out yesterday. And it's going to sound so simple. It's literally just a metaphor. But once I figured out this metaphor, it clicked into place. And I'm going to tell you what it is. So I've been talking about how Angeluna has been kind of going through its own death because obviously Angeluna and my work is an extension of myself, right? It's a facet of me. And it's kind of, it's not actually, it hasn't freaked me out. It hasn't scared me because I've gone through this with Angeluna. It's really, it's we're still within the first like two and a half years of this business existing. And I do come from a family. Um, I come from a family that are teachers and firemen and, you know, cops and stuff, but everybody always had other businesses. So I've watched 
so many businesses being built and dying and rebuilt and reconfiguring um, throughout the course of my life. So this doesn't really scare me that much. On occasion, it has been like upsetting or annoying that like, I feel like, oh, okay, it hasn't fully arrived yet. But I also know my end goal, and I'm going to say it here and declare it because like, honestly, it's what I'm fucking meant to be doing. My end goal is to be talking to millions of women. Like I, my goal is to be able to get my voice, my channel out there so that women can be empowered and rise up and be standing in their power for this new earth and for what's coming. It is really, really, really my dream. And I know that Angeluna is a part of that. Um, but it's growing and it's evolving and I have a lot of other thing in the, things in the works that you guys don't even know about because they're surprises and also like mm, I'm pretty secretive because I'm a cancer so whatever. Um, my point being I've known Angeluna was dying but as much as I'm not afraid of it and it's fine it's also like I like I like to work like my Capricorn ascendant my Virgo fucking moon was like oh my god like working makes me feel alive. I'm not somebody who is a, oh, my watch is going off. Haha, <laughs> definitely not going to edit that. Sorry. Um, I'm not somebody who shies away from work. I actually, whoa, my watch is blowing up. Anyway, sorry. This is a very real podcast today. Hope I made you chuckle because this is just life. Um, still haven't figured out how to put the new watch on private mode or sleep mode or whatever the fuck that's called. But my point being, when I can't work or when I don't feel like working, it feels weird to me. And also, like, it was the holidays. You know, the kids were home for a couple weeks. John was home for a couple weeks. And while I can totally work with John home, I also was like, mm, I'd rather hang out right now. We have family time. We never get family time like this. Here we are. Whatever. So as this was all happening, I've noticed I was slowly, like, I had a reading with Georgia, my astrologer. Love her to death. She's fucking amazing. And we talked about this death and rebirth to all confirmation of what I what I knew, but like a deeper depth of like how long this will last, what what I'm moving through, when I'm moving through it, how the kids are affected, um, all of that stuff. So I was really feeling it come New Year's. And I don't really think it had much to do with New Year's because like I said, I'm not I'm not one of those people that's like I don't believe in, oh, I should have done more this year. I don't believe any of that shit. You move through your life the way that you move through your life, even with motherhood. Like, do I have mom moments at the end of the day where I'm like, mm, I wish I would have done something more educational? Sure. Is Ava going to go to school tomorrow and learn? Are we going to read a book tonight? 100%. And if we don't, we'll read it tomorrow. Like, it is what it is. So I'm not really one of those people. I don't, like, hit milestones and think, like, oh, shit. You know, unless, like, there's a fire burning in my body to do something because like spirits like, yo, you got to get this done. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time I think I'm ever like, oh shit, like this has to get done, you know? Um, so I don't even know if it was New Year's. I, I don't know. I don't think it was New Year's. I think it was just like, okay, like I hit my peak with this and I like cried it out with John. Like I literally was like laying on his chest, cried it out. And I was like, I feel like I am at the lowest of the low. Like we were going to bed. I was laying on his chest and I just started crying. And like, I do. Of course, I cry in front of John. He's my person. He's my husband. He's my twin. Um, but I'm just not a cry. I'm not a huge crier like that. It takes a lot for me to full blown cry, not like a Capricorn, like, <laughs> you know, and now I'm done cry. Like it takes a lot for me to full blown cry. So I cried it out with him. I was like, I just want to I need to share what I'm going through so that when you see it, it's not confusing. And we talked about it. Um, and it felt good to like really talk about it and let him into like the depth of what was actually happening. So from that period forward, I kind of felt like, okay, like everybody who was around me, my mom knew I was moving through some stuff. Um, 
definitely knew. And I felt like, okay, you know what? The people around me are aware of what's happening, which is something that I needed to do. I needed to let people in even deeper, the people that I love and care about in even deeper than I had already. Because you know what? I didn't, I felt so alone in this death. And it's hard because I'm somebody who needs tangible things. I'm somebody who needs to be like, oh, this happened. And so I feel this way because, but I couldn't fully do that here. Like, are we coming off of a couple months of like John working his fucking balls off and me really like parenting alone a lot of the time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, are we coming off of like massive amounts of school crap and like things we're not used to and after school activities and, you know, ridiculous amounts of illness? Yeah, fine. We're healthy now. Great. But like, those are life things. To me, those are life things. Like, I feel like people are gonna listen to this and be like, you're an asshole. That's a lot of shit. But you know what? To me, I'm like, okay, that's life. And we move through it. And for a little bit, I kind of got stuck in that, uh, like, what was me mindset with it, like, to a point. Like, I'm not good at that. I don't love a martyr thing. But for a little bit, I was like, wow, everything's hard. I feel like everything's really hard for me right now. Holy shit. And as much as it's okay to say that, I feel like I was getting stuck in that phrase. And I didn't love that. And I could feel it happening. And I was like, I feel like I let that go that night when I kind of cried it out with John because I was like, I, like, it's not serving me. Yes, I can give myself credit for it and that's fine. But that phrase, like so much, too much is happening to me. It doesn't, it's not serving me. So we let that go. And then in the meantime, you know, we had the holidays. So the kids got presents, you know what I mean? They got a lot of shit from our, our extended family and I was grappling with like, you know, how much of the stuff do we say? Are we going to have another baby? And like, I just had so much stuff stored up that it was just, it was overwhelming on top of feeling stuck in our space. And I was like, we just need to change. So my mom, John and I, and we, we literally ripped through a bunch of spaces in my house and we got rid of, if you follow me on Instagram, I did a story about it. I got rid of collectively over the course of two days, 26 full garbage bags, like full to the brim garbage bags of stuff, just like old stuff. I mean, stuff like Ava's going to be turning six years old in a week and a little, yeah, in just about a week. And, you know, I was holding on to stuff from when she was a baby. I was holding on to just things from like the beginning of me and John that like really do, I didn't need, you know what I mean? So really we got rid of, we did a massive clean out and it felt so good. Did I ball my eyes out while putting her crib sheets in a donation bag? 100% I did because I was like, are we letting go of the dream of the third baby? I even have a little emotion talking about it right now, but I don't feel the need to like cry my eyes out because I already did that. But you know, I had my moments of processing the old me, the old parts of me that thought, well, this is what our future holds. It's changed now. My mission's a little different now. Can I honestly 100% say we're not going to have a third baby? No, I can't say it. Nothing's 100%. I might feel different in a year, but it's not, now is not the time. And I'm an all or nothing person. Basically, I'm taking you through my thought process of the last week because I feel like everyone's going through their own thought process, but it might be helpful to hear, hear somebody else's journey and how I got to where I ended up yesterday. Um, but literally, I... I'm an all or nothing person. I'm like, we're either having another baby and I'm going to, you know, not go hard with my body and I'm going to keep everything or we're done having babies. I'm going to go hard with my body and we're going to throw everything out and, you know, rearrange our lives for this. And John was like, both of us, we were like, it's not the time to have another baby. And it feels right to say we're good with two. But John was like, also like in a year, if we change our mind, we can change our fucking mind. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I guess so. It, is, like, it just doesn't occur to me to live that way because I'm just like, I'm in or I'm out. I'm not a 
foot halfway through the door person, which is why this period for me has been so uncomfortable because I feel like my foot is halfway in three different doors and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not a comfortable position for Jess. Jess is not a halfway through the door kind of person. And I knew I had to stay there. I knew it wasn't right to jump into something completely and I knew it wasn't right to pull back completely. So it was an interesting, it's been an interesting time for me. And I feel like a lot of people feel, a lot of women specifically feel that way right now that I speak to clients, friends, uh, soul sisters with their jobs, with the with their career, with motherhood. Everybody kind of feels like they're in this place of limbo and <clears throat> there aren't any full, full true answers yet. And it's because we're, it's because we're, honestly dying off parts of our energetic body are just dying off right now and it's it's time it's fucking time to let it go it's time to let go of shit from the past it's time to mourn it and grieve let it out of our body and just trust that we're moving towards what we're supposed to be moving towards even if you don't know what the vision is yet you don't have to know the vision and that's the space that I was living in because I was just like there's nothing else for me to do and I don't feel like that normally normally I'm like okay there's a million things I can do so I was just letting it be. Leading up to then, yesterday. Yesterday was kind of like the first day that John went back to work. Our nanny was here for Gabe. My mom took Ava. And it was it was like a seamless day. Like they didn't nobody actually needed me. You know, because sometimes, you know, you give the kids to the nanny or you give the kids to their grandparents and something happens and they inevitably need you one way or another. Nobody needed me yesterday. So I was like, I feel like I have so much shit to do. I have so much going on. We have Ava's birthday next week. I have planning to do. I have things to order. I wanted to get some work done, even if it was just making a couple stories or maybe recording a podcast. I had a session yesterday with a soul sister, which I was actually a part of what got me here. And I sat down in my, I sat down at my desk and I thought to myself, you know, I opened my drawer because I was like, I need, I need to write. I don't normally feel the need to write a list out. Like sometimes I'll put a list on my phone um, or we used to do it back, you know, when John and I, like we had so much going on, we were both working like 40 hour weeks, 50 hour weeks. I had a whiteboard, but we haven't done that in a while. And I was like, I just need a piece of paper. I feel like I need to write out my list of things to do. I needed to do list. So I started searching and it's unusual that I don't have a journal on my desk. This is why I say like spirit leads you where you're meant to go. I usually have some kind of paper. I couldn't find any paper. And I was like, I have to open my fucking desk drawer and I have to look for a piece of paper. So I opened my desk drawer and immediately, (laughs) I don't know what took over my body. I just kind of started going through it. And I found a lot of, um, I know, I don't know if, I don't know if everybody has listened, but the first episode, the very first episode of Multifaceted Mama was my, my basically story of my spiritual awakening. And it did, it started with my oldest best friend who is literally like a sister growing up with her dying. That was the beginning of my spiritual awakening, her passing. And obviously I still have memories. I don't have a fuck ton of stuff, um, but I have memories from us and cards and things. And there's one specific card, um, when we were both, she went away to college and I stayed here. And, you know, when I was going through, when John and I were getting together, there was like, I was actually breaking off an engagement at the time. It was just nuts. Me and John getting, it was like, honestly, like you want to look at a twin flame fucking relationship getting together. It was the epitome of that. And life was just kind of a shit show, which, you know, whatever. And she was at school and she sent me, she was going back and forth. Like she was coming home on weekends so that she could be with me. And, um, 
And one of the weeks she went back up to school, she sent me a card with Winnie the Pooh on it. And it kind of started this trend of like Winnie the Pooh for us. And one of the things that she and I did best for each other was we had this ability to talk without talking and get each other where we needed to go. So like if I had a problem, I would call and I would kind of like talk to myself with her on the other end of the phone until I got to my solution. Like we didn't really offer each other solutions all that often. We just offered space holding before we even knew what space holding was. And on the front of the card, it's basically, everybody has seen this quote. It's like Pooh and Piglet walking and, you know, Piglet says Pooh and then Pooh says, yes, Piglet. And Piglet responds, just checking, just uh, checking to be sure of you or something like that. And it's just one of those like, hey, just being sure that you're here, being sure that I'm here, like checking on each other. And in the card, I, she obviously didn't know that she was what she was going to write was kind of going to stand. It's timeless. It stood. It has stood the test of time because we're going on 12 years of her being gone. And I happen to refine this card when I'm going through moments like this. And what gets me usually is and what got me yesterday was I don't have her here to have that silent conversation with where I just talk and talk until I find my answer. And I had to fucking cry about it. And I get on myself sometimes about it because it's been 12 years. It's almost 12 years. You know, in August, it'll be 12 years. And John likes to remind me that there's no expiration date on grief. And he he said something to me, 2121, 20, when I just said that. He reminded me of something, I forget how long ago it was. It was a couple years ago. And it was on one of the anniversaries of her death or her birthday or something. And he said, you know, if you grieved more than two days a year, you might feel better. And it probably wouldn't hit you so hard on those two days a year. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I grieve two days. I really do only allow myself to grieve on these two fucking days, you know, whatever. And he was right. The more I let myself do this kind of thing. And this is what I mean about digging into the past for Mercury retrograde while we're going through this death and rebirth process, there was stuff I needed to grieve still. And I did it yesterday. I read through this card and, I, and I've been wondering lately. I haven't, like, I obviously, I talked to her spirit. Like, I feel her. She's still around because um, obviously I'm a medium. I don't promote it, but I am. Um, and I had to cry about it. And then I kept going through the desk and I was like, you know what? I'm ready for signs again. I'm ready to open back up again. I'm ready to kind of come out of this funk and emerge. And... I just kept going through the desk and then eventually, you know, I had, uh, there was a million memories of her. I pulled out readings from Joanne with, it was so funny. Like I have a stack of readings from over the years from Joanne because she always writes out, um, if you know, if you know me, you know Joanne and she is my original witchy mama. Um, love her to death. She's around here, around me. If you want a reading from her, she's an amazing medium and psychic. Um, but she writes every single reading on a yellow notepad. And it's, I love her and it's so, it's so heartwarming and homey to me to have this stack of her handwriting on these yellow notepads. But I looked at it and of course, Caitlin was all over the first one that I picked up and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, her name's Caitlin. I don't think I've ever actually said her name on a podcast before, but here we are. What are you going to do? Um, so yeah, so I was just a million signs and I was like, okay, guys, spirit, whatever universe, I'm ready to let it back in. And it kind of just started flowing and flooding. And I ended up having a conversation um, with another soul sister later on in the day out of nowhere. She actually messaged me while I was looking at stuff. Um, and she holds a very significant, she is very significant for me um, and very special for me, especially when it comes to Caitlin stuff, actually. And 
this is the kicker. So this is this is the whole point of the podcast is what I'm coming up to and what I'm about to say right now. I basically was talking and talking and talking and, and talking to myself because she couldn't even respond. She was doing something and I was just leaving her voice. We were voice noting back and forth. And I said, oh my God, this is it right now. And again, it's just a metaphor, but it felt so fucking it just, it felt profound and it clicked everything into place for me. And I was like, you know what I'm doing? This is what I'm doing. What I did with the house. I felt this need to clear out the house to make room and space for the new. We're looking for a home. We need a bigger space. We're looking to buy a house or build a house, whatever we choose to do. And basically I wanted this space cleared out so that when we actually do build or buy the house, it's easy. So we can just move on into the next step, move on into the next phase. We've cleared out the old And I was like, holy shit, that's what I'm doing with me. That's it. It's simple. That's what we're doing with ourselves. We are clearing out all this trauma, all this space, so that when we finally do hit our destination, hey, we can step right into it. We have all this space to fill as we cleared out what we don't need. So in these moments when you feel like you're dying and you recognize you are, parts of you are dying, That's what we hang on to, that we are making the space now so that when we arrive, we can arrive. We can truly fucking arrive and step into that new you, your next level self with ease and comfort, knowing that you processed your shit, you grieved it, you mourned it, you transmuted that shit. That's what we focus on when we're in our moments of death. This death moment is not easy. It's not. I don't usually, I haven't, not usually, I haven't experienced it like this in a very long time. And usually when I experience things like this, it's because I'm about to step into a role where I get to guide people through it because I just experienced it. So here it is. This is the episode. This is about you clearing out. This is for you. Whoever you are, wherever you're sitting, listening to this, let yourself clear out. Answers are found in the most unlikely places. So let yourself move through it because you never know what you're going to find. And by unlikely, I sometimes mean the most obvious because we don't think to look in the most obvious place because it's obvious. Let yourself muddle through this. Let yourself go down the weird path wherever it leads. However, however you get there. Sometimes spirit, the universe, ourselves, the plan we made, sometimes it's weird. <laughs> sometimes it's odd and we find ourselves asking, we, we find ourselves asking ourselves, oh, like, why did I do that? Why did I go to clean out? I didn't have time to clean out that desk drawer yesterday. It got me here. I would have never ended up with that metaphor that pushed me to have that breakthrough. The breakthrough being, I now know where I'm headed. I knew I was headed to something new, obviously. But just knowing that I was, cl- I, oh, I'm clearing out space. I can step into the new with ease now. It's a basic thing, but it's a thing I forgot. It's obvious. But I didn't think to look there. I didn't think to look at the obvious. But there it was. Right there, staring me in the face. And here it is for you guys. Let yourself go down the weird path. Because you will eventually arrive and you will be so grateful that you cleared the space out ahead of time. 
I'm so grateful I got to share space with you all today. You can keep up to date on all this multifaceted mama's happenings by following me on Facebook and Instagram at Angeluna Energy or check me out at AngelunaEnergy.com and look for my weekly podcast drop. Can't wait to speak with you all again.